you very much. Kanyana Pacha. Again, Yogin of Changsam Adma Kesadung Bola Yadzen Joging Adrubne Adma Jungne Shi Sudra Kodok Handro Mongpoko Kiki Jesuda Drupki Chingirapchi Sheikh Susol Guru Padma Siddhi Hum to the northwest of the land of Urgyen on the calyx of a lotus flower. O oh, wondrous, the highest city has been attained. O oh, thou who art encircled with an entourage of Darkenes, following thy example will I work. Thou must come here to give me thy blessing. So that's a very, very famous uh, celebrated uh, chant uh, in my attempts at pronouncing Tibetan, uh, invoking the great be precious guru, uh, Padmasambhava. And it's said when you uh, recite this seven-line invocation, which is known as the White Lotus Prayer, Padmasambhava is present. Who am I to argue with uh, the great Nyingma Tibetan uh, tradition, the great followers of, of Padmasambhava. And in the tradition, as well as the mantra of Padmasambhava, um, Om Ma Hung Vajra Guru Padmasiddhi Hung, this invocation is chanted again and again and yet again, over and over and over, invoking the presence of the greatly precious guru, uh, Padmasambhava is just so extraordinarily important in uh, Tibetan uh, Buddhism. Uh, one scholar, a uh, very fine American woman scholar named Janet Gyatso in a, in a book on a great uh, Tibetan yogi described uh, Tibetan culture as a culture of longing, a culture of longing, very interesting expression, a culture of longing for the return or the presence of Guru Padmasambhava. Padmasambhava in the 8th century was at the great vanguard of introducing the Dharma, Buddhist tradition, Buddhist practice among the Tibetan uh, people. And he's associated with a great age of unity among uh, the Tibetans, uh, a great sense of order and his leaving of the of the country, he didn't die. He just went away. I might, we might be able to find out where a bit later. Um, but was sort of catastrophic for his disciples. And uh, he said, you know, but if you call on me, I will come. If you call on me, I will be with you. I am there with you. I am a potentiality uh, with you all the time. So I thought it appropriate to. Uh, to begin with the invocation to the greatly precious Guru, Guru Rinpoche Padmasambhava, the lotus-born. 
And we're looking at Padmasambhava as one of the uh, archetypes of enlightenment. This Dharma night at the moment is, is exploring different uh, Buddha images, Buddhist images, Buddhist archetypes. These uh, expressions, if you like, of uh, enlightenment, of the enlightened mind, to use that sort of language. These communications of reality. I'm sure that the different speakers have talked already about the fact that uh, the descriptions of enlightenment in Buddhism and of Buddhist practice are not simply in terms of concepts and ideas. Buddhism is very sophisticated with its ideas and its analysis, brilliant analyses of, of the path and the goal and so on. But it also speaks and communicates through symbols, through images, through story, through myth. This is an area of, of, of Buddhist practice, I think, probably not that, not so well known in the West, this great sort of emphasis on secularization and uh, technology, kind of the technology of, of meditation and de-stressing and all that. Uh, that's, 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 that's leeching Buddhism of, of, of its real uh, power, which is in its uh, imagery, its symbol, its myth, its stories, its people, its, uh, its, its, its people living uh, the, 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 a rich uh, Buddhist life. Um, and when it comes to Pampasambhava's uh, imagery, we are, we are, we have a difficulty. I have a difficulty. Um, I've been meditating on Pampasambhava for a long time. Um, and the more I meditate on this particular form, this particular figure, uh, the more I reflect on this particular figure, the less I know. Um, or the less I feel I can really say. It's very interesting when it comes to symbols and myths. When I was a youngster, when I was a young lad, you know, I loved reading uh, what my dear friend Arloka, a um, very close friend of mine, another order member, called mind-rotting tantric literature. <laughs> and we'd devour it when it came out, anything on Buddhist tantra was for us. And of course, you, you, you know, you get all this imagery, but there's an enormous amount of explanation, which we also devoured. And, you know, it's almost like spot the Bodhisattva. You know, you can tell that this is this Bodhisattva and this Buddha because, you know, they're holding their hands in a particular way and they're this particular colour and they're doing this and they're doing that and all the rest of it. Of course, that isn't really the point. That isn't really the point of a symbol, a myth, an image. It's something direct. There are things you can say. But it's the whole realm of undefined and undefinable meaning which communicates to your total, your total being. Your heart, your head too, actually. But your total being. And when it comes to Padmasambhava, the, the mythology associated with this figure um, is... Bizarre. I was thinking today about maybe I'll tell you some stories from this, and you'll think, "Blimey, this is this is like Harry Potter on acid. Um, this is seriously weird. You know, this is really out there." And I would actually be giving you edited highlights, you know, sort of a bit, you know, diluted, you know, because you know it's well, it's not after ten o'clock. Um, you know what I mean? So, so it, you know, and then you can start wondering, what on earth has this got to do with my life? In 21st century London, where I'm paying a mortgage, I'm working really hard, there are 
you know, I've got to put food on the table for the kids. What on earth has this got to do with anything? Well, that's for you to decide. That's not for me to decide. So I'm going to have a go because there is a lot you can find on Padmasambhava. An enormous amount of literature and a lot has have been translated into, into English. Um, um, and it's bizarre and it's strange. Um, and what we have to do is to see whether it resonates. So I'm just going to pick out a few... Uh, bits and pieces. He's regarded, of course, by the Tibetans as a strictly historical figure. And by Western scientific historical standards, there's a grain of evidence for the existence of an Indian uh, sort of monk, yogi, magician, wizard who went to Tibet and had some sort of effect. But among the Tibetans, the stories just proliferate. The mythology just explodes and of course you know for some people in the west this is a serious problem there's friends of mine who well you know is this really history you know it doesn't it's never particularly interesting it's true it's just true uh, but it's not true as we know it jim you know it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, a different kind of truth that speaks to you in a very different way uh, my first encounter uh, with Padmasambhava was in a was a, of a, a reproduction of a tanka from the Victorian Albert Mu Museum. Um, and it's a tiny magician-like figure amid rather in this form that you have here, but it's uh, not this particular image. And this in, in the centre of this palace, surrounded by bizarre creatures, sort of dancing in space. Uh, male and female uh, sort of gods and goddesses and demons and these sort of red figures with numerous eyes, some of their eyes in their bellies and things like this. This, this riotous uh, display and this figure at the centre of it with this delighted, sort of wrathful, semi-wrathful, blissed out, wise expression, just at the centre of this dance, uh, totally, uh, you know, not exactly organising it, not like that, but rejoicing in it, um, making it possible, making it possible for this great swirl of energies. And, you know, for a, a teenager, late teens, this really, really struck me with, 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 with real sort of force before I even knew what this figure was about. I was beginning to read about uh, particularly Tibetan Buddhism and uh, this, you know, this archetype, I suppose, of the, the highly accomplished yogi, magician, all-knowing, um, highly, you know, virtuosic um, um, teacher, uh, whatever you want to call it, was extremely attractive, extremely attractive. And I wanted, it was one of the reasons why I wanted to pursue um, a Dharma life. Um, so yes, it, it, we're, we're, we are in a strange world and um, I, I want to you know, start at the beginning, 